Hello, my name is Dane Miller. And I'm Niall Spain. And uh, this isn't going to be your usual Buck Buddies episode. I remember listening to last week's episode and we said something along the lines of like, God, there's a new fucking disaster every week. I wonder what we'll be talking about, you know, this time next week or in a few days. And of course, shit did hit the fan and a lot of really serious things are going on right now. So we decided to take a moment to step back from releasing our episodes and not making a bunch of dick jokes while, you know, some really serious shit is going on and uh, just focus on the task at hand. Yeah, we contemplated heavily about releasing last week's episode, um, but we had already recorded it and we figured it might be sort of a glimmer of hope or, or a little bit of normalcy. Um, but now we feel like it would be irresponsible to use our platform the way the way that we have been, as if nothing is going on. So we're we're now using our platform, hopefully to to bring awareness and to answer some questions that uh, you might not think are important, but are are fundamental in being an ally and fundamental in addressing this in a in a positive way. Like Nile said, this isn't going to be this is going to be a much shorter episode. This is going to be uh, almost entirely focused on the current events uh, happening in America and around the world, really. And we, like I said, we will be talking about a couple questions or a couple topics that that I think are important to address, especially as two white men, um, and hopefully for other white people to listen to and and understand the the ramifications of of simple things of of speech in terms of phrase. Yeah. Um, first, I would like to say Black Lives Matter. I hope you've seen and heard and agree with the, the fucking sentiment because it, it we should never have to say it, but we do. So let's get that out. Like, get that out there. First and foremost, we are completely and utterly behind the people protesting. And I think one of the things we want to talk about is a lot of people get very offended when people say that and they retort with all lives matter. Uh, and we're just going to tell you that that is completely a terrible response to the situation. Um, if you are like so offended by the fact that people would say black lives matter and your like knee jerk reaction is to think that that precludes other lives from mattering. I don't know what world you're living in because like take a minute and look around like the, the treatment of, of black people, like in America, in Canada, in a lot of places is very, very clearly documented. Like it's, it's not an opinion. And like someone saying black lives matter is not them saying, other people's lives do not matter. They're saying, hey, remember that that is part of all lives because apparently people have forgotten that. Like the cops in America have forgotten that. The judicial system has forgotten that. Um, a lot of society has. So saying that is akin to like, you know, there's a million different analogies of it online and it sucks that you have to get reductive about shit like this because apparently people can't look past their own biases. But like if there are six houses on, and one of them is on fire, and you say, hey, let's put out, like, let's spray down this house. Someone doesn't come along and go, I don't know, all houses should be sprayed down. It's like, yeah, but that one's on fire. No, spray them all down. They all count. All, all houses matter. No, burning houses matter more when you're talking about yeah. putting out fucking fires. Like, I don't understand why people can't seem to, to get the, just, just to get the message behind it. But like, there's a problem with black lives, like, they're being killed in numbers that are skewed so far away from white lives, for example, that like, that's why people are saying black lives matter. It is not precluding other lives. It is not saying you don't matter. Yeah. It's, it'd be one thing if it was called only black lives matter. And that is specifically not what it says. Yes. Um, when, when you say all lives matter, you are erasing the point. And I want to sort of splinter off from there and, 
I, I've seen a lot of, of my white friends coming out with these revelations of being like, I used to be racist and, and here's what I did. And here's, and while I think that is important, I don't necessarily think it's important to share on public forums. I think that's something to talk about your, to your white friends about, but it seems it, like now is not the time to look for forgiveness. That that's that's not what this is about. This isn't about forgiving white guilt. This isn't about for you know dealing with white fragility. That, that's not what this is about. What this is about now is lending your voice to the cause. And if you aren't able to do that for whatever reason, it's about amplifying black voices who are fighting for the cause. Um, and that is is the fundamentals of it. Don't make this about you. Don't make this about your past. Don't make this about your struggle. This doesn't have anything to do with you. It is very much a white problem, but it is not one that we are meant to broadcast. It is one that we're meant to support, and it is one now that we're meant to amplify through our voices and help increase the message and not make not the narrative about detract us. It. Yeah, you don't want to splinter off, you know, the mainstream and be like, oh, but look over here at my revelation. It's like, if you're not racist anymore, great. Use that not being racist to, you know, help the fucking cause. Don't don't have a little like, you know, soapbox moment. Um, with that being said, there's also another thing I've I've been very, very active on social media uh, and very vocal about this on social media is stop sharing photos. And this is specifically for white people, because uh, I'll, I'll get into why I think it is. Um, but stop sharing photos of cops kneeling. Stop sharing sh- photos of cops hugging uh, black protesters. Stop showing cops um doing you know cute things and photo op things because while you can argue uh, you know all the time that there are good cops out there and i no one is is going to argue against that um but what the what you do then is you start giving cops um press that they don't need they can do whatever they want regardless of whether you respect them they can do whatever they want regardless of whether we like them they can do whatever they want no matter what what we need to do now is so what I'm saying is the cops don't need our help. The cops don't need no. good media. The cops don't need better optics. And like um, all the good media is almost taking away from the fact that like the problem isn't solved. One group no. of, of cops doing something for a photo op, which sometimes has been, you know, legitimate. And other times they've immediately like tear gassed the crowd afterwards. Um, so it's like, all that does is take away from the problems that still remain that haven't been fixed and that this hopefully will be a movement towards fixing. And I, I get it. Like a lot of people are coming at it from, you know, like, oh, look, it's good news. This is progress or like, yeah, progress. you know, they, they want that little kind of like glimmer of light in the midst of what otherwise has been a pretty harrowing week. Like we've all seen some really fucked up stuff, but it, it's not really doing what it's meant to be doing. It's not doing anything good. I don't think. No. Um, and the thing, uh, what I think, uh, I've seen a lot of white people share it. And a lot of the times people are like, well, no, this is a good thing. And I usually explain it to them. And it's like, well, this is great for us. For white people, it is great to see cops kneeling. Because that means that things are being resolved when they when they are. This is, for all intents and purposes, it's an empty gesture. Because either down the street or one state over, one city over, or whatever, there are cops who aren't kneeling. There are cops who are firing at peaceful protesters. There are cops who are firing and arresting press. There are cops who are macing and tear gassing peaceful protesters. There are cops kettling protesters into civilian streets. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and as long as that's happening, we can't be patting the cops on the back. 
we shouldn't be congratulating cops for doing the job that they have signed on to do, that they are legally required to do as cops. There's no reason to say, hey, you didn't shoot anyone today. Yeah. That's not something to celebrate. If, That's and if, another if thing. that is the place we're at, if that is the place where cops should be celebrated for not hurting anyone, then we there's no arguing that there is a problem systemically. Also, I'm sure those cops, if they are doing this, like, honestly... They don't want to have their images take over the message because if they support the message, that's not what they want. If it is what they want, then they don't support the message. So, exactly. you know, it's like if, if you support the image that much, then go with the spirit of the image and instead of sharing it, keep fighting the good fight elsewhere, you know? And, and that's not to say I'm not advocating that you share videos of violence. And I'm not saying you have to, but show, post videos and, and photos and stories of the peaceful protests. Show... Mm-hmm. The thousands of people who have marched peacefully show that, yeah, show the protests across the world. Show you don't have to resort. You, the options aren't anti-cop and pro-cop. Those aren't the options right now. Right now is you're either pro-movement or anti-movement. Mm-hmm. And if you're a pro-cop right now, I would say that you are anti-movement. And that's not to say that there is a correlation between, you know, cops and and Black Lives Matters. I mean, there is. But there isn't, you know, you you have to pick and choose your battles. And right now, helping the cops look better should not be on your agenda. The thing is, like this, they're not fighting for a better image. But like, this isn't about cops. It definitely involves them, but it is not like their movement. So leave them where they are and focus on the protesters. Um, Yeah, I, I often encourage people. I say, look. When, when we no longer have news of cop cars driving through protests yeah. or, um, you know, cops arresting media for doing their job or mm-hmm. cops shooting people point blank in the face and rupturing their eyes. Yeah. When, when, when that news stops, when all protests or all peaceful protests are allowed to happen as is without, you know, any sort of acts of aggression from the cops, then we can start, you know, maybe realizing that, hey, we, we've, done a, we've done a job here. But until all of those acts stop, because all you need is one cop to do it and you haven't made a change. You know, also caveat, obviously we are not perfect. So if, you know, like I'm not saying that we're coming in here with uh, the be all and end all approach to everything, but hopefully we're, you know, we're trying to be positive about all this. If anybody has any constructive criticism for us, by all means, uh, send it our way. Yeah, we're happy to listen. I mean, that's what we've been doing for the past you know week is is listening and and supporting and amplifying it's it's what our objective has been yeah. um and i've i've talked about peaceful protests and and it's it would be remiss to not talk about the rioting and the looting mm-hmm. um i'm not going to get too much into uh you know whether you condone a riot or or any of that kind of stuff because i think that is not for us to talk about I think what is to talk about is people who are putting more worth on buildings and properties and businesses, most of the time, you know, huge businesses Mm -hmm. um, over the lives of human beings and specifically black men, specifically unarmed black men at the hands of cops. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually have a good quote I kind of wanted to share on that, if you don't mind. Absolutely. Uh, so to consider riots violent, one must consider destruction of property violent. Buildings, cars, and merchandise can be replaced. Floyd's life cannot be given back to him. Violence is what the state uses to kill black people, to partially blind journalists, and to run over protesters. I'd argue that any violence in the form of fighting age of the state, 
in these circumstances is justifiable and should be considered self-defense. But regardless of your own personal take, no amount of flipped cop cars or burnt down precincts could even begin to rival the destruction done by the state through the police force. In 2019 alone, police shot and killed 1,004 people in the United States. Those lives cost more than a $100,000 squad car. The outrage over damaged property shows plainly who and what this country values, and it's clear that the police state values private property rather than people and will go to extreme measures to protect the latter. I don't think anything else needs to be said. I think that that sums it up better than I think I could say. Yeah, like, I don't think anybody is, like, I know it's it's one of the big def- defenses of, of people who are anti-protest. And I think in some time, in some cases, it is, like, ignorance. You know, like, they're legitimately fearful of businesses and people. And, like, I can understand where that's coming from. And in a lot of cases, I think it's just an excuse because they don't agree with the movement and they don't want to seem like a racist. Um, but the thing is, like, if you're so upset that people are being driven to to lengths, and firstly, let's point out that most of the protests seem to be very peaceful. Um, you know, not to say there hasn't been rioting and looting and all that, but like overall, it seems to be a very peaceful movement um, until the cops get involved in a lot of cases also. But instead of being like, oh, it's terrible, like, look at blah, blah, blah. You need to look at a bunch of things like one, people don't do this for no fucking reason. So if you're upset about how dramatically things have kind of like what the dramatic points things have risen to, then looked at what drove them to that. Like the amount of deaths and horrible murders and killings of the police of black men and women, and then just the complete lack of any repercussions. Like the guy himself was going to get off until all this happened. So one, you have the problem and two, you have apparently the solution. If people didn't riot and if people didn't protest, I don't think that would have happened. So you need to look at what drove them to do it. And you need to realize that people's lives are more important than property. And also a lot of, a lot of the rioting and looting has either been outside forces or people not involved who just kind of like, you know, seize the opportunity. We're, we're looking at what you said, mostly a peaceful protest that has gotten results prior to these protests. The cop that killed George Floyd was not arrested. Prior to these protests, the three cops who stood by while he was killed were not arrested. But it's like, we don't have 400 years of oppression on our backs. We do, we're not carrying that weight. We're not carrying that anger. We're not carrying that pain. So to, to look at a group of people who have been oppressed for so long by so many people and say, well, you shouldn't do this. That's not the way to do that. It's like we, you know, white people weren't allowed to get haircuts or go to Applebee's for a few weeks and they stormed government buildings ready for war and nothing happened to them. So we can't like imagine how that would have escalated if that was amplified by 400 years. You have to understand that everything you say as a white person is filtered through privilege. And I'm not going to get into a discussion of white privilege because that that would be a full fucking episode. Um, But it's. It's it's a pain and, and 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 everything that we don't have we've never experienced and that's not to say that your life hasn't been hard that's not to say you haven't experienced pain but it's a much different systemic oppression that has happened to people who are not white I mean this is a, I think this is a good point to transition so um, again we we are not scholars we are not scientists we are not experts um, however I do I, I grabbed a a bunch of books that came recommended to me for this very subject if you want to and I highly recommend that you do if you want to uh, strengthen your position as an ally um, to read up and educate yourself and not rely on people of color or the people of color in your life um, to educate you 
Uh, it is not their burden to bear. It is yours. It is your responsibility. Um, so I, I have a list of books um, that I have been recommended um, that are that deal specifically with this kind of stuff that help people understand uh, race and help understand people the dynamic of race and the oppression and and all that kind of stuff. Um, so the books I was told were um, "Why Are All the Black Kids Sitting Together in the Cafeteria?" and other conversations about race by Beverly Daniel Tatum. Um, another book is "When They Call You a Terrorist: A Black Lives Matter Memoir" by Patrice Kahn Coulours and Asha Bendel. So you want to talk about race by Ejiomo Olo, um, "An Eloquent Rage of Black Feminist Discovers Her Superpower" by Brittany Cooper. Um, another really good book that I've had recommended is "White Fragility." by Robin DiAngelo. Uh, apparently it's very good. Um, and then that brings us to what you can do to help. Um, and there is a number of things. There are, right now, um, you can you can go to blacklivesmatters.card. Uh, so that's C-A-R-R-D dot C-O. So blacklivesmatters.card, C-A-R-R-D dot C-O. And that has a list of ways you can donate, uh, resources available to you, um, Resources for if you're going to be protesting, uh, ways to stay safe, ways to protect yourself, ways to protect others. Um, it's a whole sort of like one stop for resources on ways to help and ways to get involved. Um, and that is an excellent resource for uh, a starting point. Also, if you have the money, um, uh, being able to donate to and I know it's a tough ask with with everything that's happening on top of the pandemic. Um, but you do have, uh, if you do have something to spare, um, consider donating to a bail fund. This will help protesters who have been arrested, uh, get out. And this isn't, you know, a way to get criminals out on the street. This is specifically for peaceful protesters who have been arrested by cops and are being held on charges, usually bogus, um, and ways to get them freed without them having to pay out of pocket for it. So if you want to look out, and see where the closest bail fund for you is or an appropriate bail fund for you is it's a uh, bailfunds.github so g i t h u b.io that's bailfunds.github g i t h u b.io um so the quote i read was actually by Raina Sultan who is a uh, a journalist for Vice and Bitch Media and a bunch of stuff um i've shared her post if you want to read the full thing on our Twitter and uh, I'll probably reshare it again as we get closer to this episode being put out. Um, there is also a YouTube video right now in which you can watch and it's being monetized. Um, so turn off your ad blockers. We'll post a link on that on our, on our Facebook. Cause I don't think reading out a YouTube URL is, <laughs> is helpful on a podcast, um, but we will post a link in the episode uh, and then also all over our social media. All right. Well, I guess, you know, um, to everybody out there, you know, I hope you're doing well. I hope you're safe. I hope you're making it through. And hopefully, you know, this will lead to progress and change and, and you know, the betterment of everybody and everything. I, you know, hopefully. Um, but we're always here for you. Yeah, we, if there's anything that we can do with our platform that you think would be helpful, please don't hesitate to reach out. We will retweet things. We will post them on our Instagram. We will put them on our Facebook. Anything that we can do to amplify the message, um, we will do and we will happily do. Uh, like Nell said, I really hope everyone is being safe. Um, as much as important as it is to to get out on the street, if you, if you think it's going to lead to something bad happening to you, uh, please make that call. 
because we would we would rather you be here tomorrow. But anyway, we love you guys, and uh, we really hope everyone's doing okay. Yes, please stay safe. Um, thank you for listening. We will see you soon, hopefully. Um, and uh, and we do love you. <laughs>